Hello, Namaste. Welcome to Quarterly Advocacy Times for Blue Dogs. Here we get into conversation with practicing advocates and try to present their point of view on various social, legal, and political affairs. Today we have Advocate Vikram Shetty with us. Mr. Shetty is a partner of Taurus Legal. His primary areas of practice are commercial litigation, insolvency, and maritime law. He also handles arbitration matters and all court proceedings arising out of or in connection with arbitration proceedings. Thank you so much, sir, for joining us today. Hi, Pragya. Thank you so much for having me. So, my first question is: One of the features of cryptocurrency that's often touted as a benefit by its many supporters is its lack of regulation, relatively speaking. Before getting into legal issues, what is cryptocurrency, and what is the significance of cryptocurrency in the Indian society? Okay, so cryptocurrency is basically a type of currency or asset that is purely in digital form. So, unlike the Indian rupee, which is printed on paper, you can never touch or feel cryptocurrency. And uh, another feature of cryptocurrency is that it's uh, usually decentralized. so there's no institution such as a reserve bank which controls or governs it now although the concept of digital currency was played with a little bit earlier like decades earlier but uh, there was one issue that always came with it and that was double spending so when i give you 10 rupee note it's gone i can't use that same note anywhere else unless you give it back to me but what if i use a counterfeit note now counterfeiting physical money is hard but how do you prevent someone from duplicating digital currency that's when the introduction of blockchain which i'll go more into later is what actually solved this problem so blockchain is an open ledger that permanently and verifiably records a transaction and the first decentralized cryptocurrency which used blockchain was bitcoin which obviously everyone has heard of and interestingly we don't even know who created it the pseudonym satoshi nakamoto is listed as the author of bitcoin but uh, nobody knows if that person is a man woman or is it a group of people and that's the level of uh, secrecy that's you know surrounding the origin of bitcoin and today bitcoin is the most talked about topic among economists and it's the highest traded cryptocurrency now all cryptos that are not bitcoin are called altcoins because they are alternative uh, cryptocurrencies and the second most uh, popular cryptocurrency is right now ethereum and there are so many cryptocurrencies right now every single day a new crypto is getting launched because it's so easy and inexpensive to launch your own cryptocurrency you and i could do it i'll give one example there's something called dogecoin uh, which is named after the doge memes if you know about them featuring ashiba you know which was launched purely as a joke now when it was launched it was worth 2 paise not 2 rupees 2 paise so people would generally use it as something to tip so if somebody did a good job you get them a 1000 doge coins because that is effectively 20 rupees right now then it went on to reach almost 6 rupees in value so from 2 paise to 6 rupees can you imagine and now the market capitalization of doge coin is about 9 billion us dollars so that is the level at which cryptocurrencies have currently been hyped by the market right now that even a joke turned into a serious investment so cryptocurrencies uh another question you can ask is are they actual currencies um, because they have actually challenged our understanding of what currencies are are they currencies or are they assets what gives them its value and how is that different from what gives the dollar or rupee its value 
just a little bit of history over here so until the 19th and 20th century most countries uh, such as england usa were following something called the gold standard which meant that every currency note represented a share in the country's gold reserves so when you had a 1 dollar bill you had a share in those gold reserves so 1 dollar would be 0.0025% of the gold reserves something of that sort but when uh, in the last century all these countries uh, abandoned the gold standard and w- now what is it ba- that is backing those pieces of paper that are in your pocket what gives a us dollar or a indian rupee its intrinsic value where does it come from and the value gets created because it's finite it's durable it's transferable and most importantly it's fungible you can use it to buy other items even bitcoin has these properties just like any foreign currency a price of bitcoin depends on demand versus its supply right now it is in demand and there is a limited supply and bitcoin is backed by computing power because it runs on the strongest computing network furthermore you can't demonetize bitcoin like how our indian rupees some of our indian rupees were demonetized and unlike paper money you can't print more there are 21 million bitcoins out of which 18.5 million are mined till now the number of bitcoins will never go above 21 million and that's why it is so important right now not only in india but across the world there are already hundreds of billions of dollars invested in cryptocurrency and crypto is right now at its nascent stage and india needs to catch up because it is going to boom in the next decade thank you sir now uh, the other question that pops in my head is what are the legal rights and liabilities of the investors of cryptocurrency in india and how these rights and liabilities are different from the investors in other countries so in uh, india in 2018 the ministry of finance had clarified that cryptocurrencies were not legal tender which is fair enough but the rbi went one step further and they prohibited banks from dealing with cryptos this was challenged in the supreme court and in march 2020 the supreme court held that a complete ban was disproportionate but it clarified that cryptocurrencies did fall within the rbi's regulatory powers now what are your rights see until some regulation comes in your rights are purely what you have under contract law for example if you have traded in cryptocurrencies and you have been defrauded you have the same remedies as you would for a breach of contract and uh, you could also take criminal action uh, you have those basic rights as far as liabilities you have to be aware that the person on the other end of the transaction may not be an indian entity and forcing your rights might be difficult in such cases and more or less there are the same rights and liabilities in all countries at right now at, at least at present uh, except in some countries they have clarified the position by codifying the law but the rights and liabilities effectively remain more or less the same is just that in some countries you might have the clarity in some you won't uh, for example poland has clarified their position how uh, income from cryptocurrencies is to be taxed in india it's a little bit debatable but most uh, most experts say that you have to pay uh, capital gains tax on your earnings from crypto at the same rate as capital gains from other properties uh and if you have mined the cryptos and you can deduct the cost of mining and you can even claim that to be equal to the cost of the asset itself and therefore not pay any capital gains at all so yeah your rights and liabilities are more or less what you would find in your normal contract law or and uh, what criminal action you can take under the ipc that's it 
So like you said earlier, the primary advantage of Bitcoins and cryptocurrencies are decentralization and transactional anonymity, uh, which have also made it a favorite currency for host of illegal operations, including money laundering, fraud, drug peddling, smuggling, and procurement of small arms and guns. What are the legal protections against these activities? remember that bitcoin has a public ledger it is actually easier to trace a bitcoin transaction than it is to trace a tra- cash transaction all the law enforcers aren't uh, able to immediately identify who the parties are who are involved in a bitcoin transaction but they can spot and they can study certain patterns in the movement of cryptocurrencies to profile and uh, remove the anonymity of the suspects see bitcoin is less efficient for illegal activity as compared to paper money if you ask me the only reason it has become preferred method of payment for illegal activities right now is because law enforcement authorities are not familiar with it yet apart from that uh, you have to treat it similarly as you ha- how you would treat a cash transaction keep stringent disclosures requirements at the points where the cryptocurrency is being converted back into traditional currency have mandatory kyc requirements for dealing in cryptos uh make sure you apply the money laundering laws to cryptos in the same way you would to other normal uh, traditional paper money transactions uh in the end in the end of the day what is the solution to the problem see if you are going to ban cryptocurrencies you aren't going to be able to enforce the ban you can ban specific cryptocurrencies such as those uh, uh, launched by businesses that are involved in illegal activities in other countries perhaps you can discourage cryptos which are primarily being used for funding illegal activities but you can't ban all of them and especially not the larger ones like bitcoin and ethereum uh, many countries like nepal and egypt have um, you know uh, tried to ban bitcoin but it's just the increase the adoption of those coins because banning it is like marketing campaign for it right uh, plus when one country bans bitcoins the other countries look at it as a golden opportunity and they mine it and hold it and what ends up happening is money of the investors in those countries where it is banned enters the other countries so a country ends up losing money if they ban bitcoin look at banning uh, crypto like banning pornography in the end of the day those who want to will find a way to so you can just regulate it uh, mandate disclosures and most importantly educate law enforcement on how they have to deal with illegal use of cryptocurrency that's all you can do another major issue with cryptocurrencies is taxation because of this pseudo anonymity if properly used they can readily be used by hiding the property for tax evasion purposes do you think there is a need to change the legal system again go to the points of conversion where your inr is being converted to digital currency and vice versa the solution is the same mandate disclosures kycs look at the exchanges there are so many indian websites where you can trade cryptocurrencies mandate disclosures from them Uh, I'll repeat it is easier to track down bitcoins than it is cash. If you want to prevent tax evasion using cryptos then tax authorities need to understand it first. Knowledge is the best ammunition that tax authorities have to combat tax evasion using cryptocurrencies. So then how should countries be dealing with these issues arising from cryptocurrencies right now? firstly understand uh, cryptocurrencies see understanding the issues that arise from them 
is the first step and then you have to find a balance between the liberties given to uh, cryptocurrencies and protecting the rights of investors uh, let's take something like an ico which is a initial coin offering it's a form of fundraising that could replace ipos basically you, you basically you launch a coin and the money which you get from that can be used as capital but the issue with that is unlike an ipo in which you are investing in the actual performance and the assets of a company there is nothing which you are getting in return here apart from the coin itself there's no dividends that's going to come out from it that's why icos are a vehicle for scamming people and they go uh, defunct quickly so there should definitely be laws where you try to regulate an ico put them under the same standards as an ipo um apart from that there is one more thing that i should address here it's the environmental issues a uh, lot of people don't uh, realize this but there are environmental issues that come up when you talk about cryptocurrencies so cryptocurrencies like bitcoin have to be mined once they are mined you can start circulating them and the method of mining them is by solving something called hash problems now this requires a lot of computing power a decade ago you could have mined bitcoin on your home computer but now it requires some very high performing machines which take up a lot of electricity plus they have to be cooled and as just to give an idea of how much it is it is estimated that bitcoin annual mining was taking up as much electricity as a country like sri lanka consumes in a year that's how much it uses the government should regulate mining of cryptos uh, in places where your electricity comes from non renewable energy sources sources we should take steps to suppress it and if we do that then mining of cryptocurrencies will actually encourage development of renewable energy in specific areas uh and apart from this i mean the only other thing governments can do is actually you know uh, clarify the positions on how it can be protected uh, how crypto so how crypto uh, sorry forget i didn't get you So I didn't hear after how crypto government should take make sure how crypto the last part. Okay. Uh, yeah. So government should you know clarify the position as how cryptocurrencies are to be uh, how the laws which are already existing are to be applied to cryptocurrencies. Okay. So some economic analysts predict that as institutional cash joins the market, there will be a large shift in crypto. In addition, cryptocurrencies may float on the Nasdaq, which would further add legitimacy to blockchain and its uses as an alternative to standard currencies. What are your views on the same? Well, actually, blockchain has a lot more applications other than crypto. Uh, cryptocurrency just brought blockchain into the limelight but it can be used for data encryption anti counterfeiting supply chain management and i'm sure there are a lot of applications of blockchain which we haven't even really conceived yet uh, our own prime minister had last year said uh, in the uh, india idea summit that blockchain is a frontier technology so even he has endorsed it blockchain is legitimate and it, if not in the crypto space then a lot of other areas we are going to see it but uh, coming back to your question when institutional cash comes in cryptocurrencies are going to go big you saw what happened when tesla put in 1 and 1/2 billion in bitcoin last month uh, and now it's worth more than a kg of gold so yeah i mean i think we are going to see an upward trend at least in the short term uh, i'm not going to speculate on the long term thank you sir i agree with uh, the fact that blockchain has more uh, 
capacity than just crypto even i wrote a blog on the same uh, so so my last question is do you think advocates should have knowledge of blockchain technologies definitely like i said blockchain has many other applications apart from crypto in fact there is something called a uh, smart contracts which are contracts that get executed automatically with the use of computer programs so in smart contracts you don't need a middleman such as an escrow agent because it's automated basically it's like instead of going to a kiranika dukan and dealing with a shopkeeper you are buying something from a vending machine you don't need a middleman but in a vending machine also your food can get stuck inside the machine after you have made payment so with blockchain uh, smart uh, smart contracts uh, basically uh, you can execute the transaction more securely and seamlessly that's why knowledge of blockchain is important for a lawyer uh, cryptocurrency related law is going to be of importance with the technology the transactions uh, relating to that technology are going to get more complex with time with time Uh, it's a good field to enter into, and I think it gives young lawyers who already understand the tech an edge over oldies like me. And since this is your last question, I just want to conclude by saying that um, maybe interest in Bitcoin will fade. So, so what? I mean, you don't use Orkut or MySpace, right? But those social media sites paved the way for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Bitcoin may die, but cryptocurrency is here to stay, and blockchain is definitely here to stay. So it's better we familiarize ourselves with it. Very impromptu question. Do you think young yeah, generation should focus on investing in cryptocurrencies, and uh, rather should be interested in uh, investment in cryptocurrencies? See, uh, cryptocurrencies is high risk, high reward. In the end of the day, when you look at any investment, you have to see what is banking it. Is uh, cryptocurrency as safe as you know investing in the stock market? Uh, I would say that you know. the bigger ones like bitcoin ethereum which last much longer but when you look at the smaller cryptocurrencies the other altcoins which are there in the market they would pose a much bigger threat uh you know there is something called a 51% attack which can take place when you talk about smaller cryptocurrencies if somebody uh, if a group of people have the computational power of 51% of what is uh, controlling a particular cryptocurrency then you can actually you know reverse the transaction past transactions which have happened now that's why it's very important to invest in a cryptocurrency which is completely decentralized and in the end of the day there's one thing uh, which everyone who invests in cryptocurrency says is that don't uh, look at your like if you're buying a bitcoin don't look at it what is its inr or its usd value always remember that one bitcoin is going to equal to one bitcoin and uh, basically there are only 21 uh, million bitcoins that can happen right now there are 18 and a half which are mined and the entire 21 million will only come uh, after in 2140 basically more than 120 years from now you're going to see the last bitcoin getting mined maybe uh, but uh, effectively if you are investing in it then you have to assume that okay don't invest more than what you can afford to lose so much sir it was very interesting learning about cryptocurrencies and the entire podcast team is grateful for you to you for your insightful thoughts and to our listeners thank you everyone for joining us today we'll be back soon till then study well stay safe keep sanitizing yourself thank you so much